Hey guys, it's Girl Mike Pan of the Binding Warrior Podcast. It's today's your Mindset Monday episode of the week. So in today's episode, I want to talk about dealing with the pressure of being a man, right? And this is something I know that a lot of my students are going through because most of my students are men. Um, in Binding Warrior Martial Arts, I want to say 98 to 99% of my students are men. Um, there's like one woman or two, but uh, Guru Jen being one of them, she's listening to this, but uh, there's really, uh, and I know we just had a new female student recently, but we don't really have females in our group. We have prim- primarily men. So I'm really speaking for them because they are the majority. And also I am a man, so I can only speak for my experiences as a man. And I think this is something that we, we as men deal with and we're not taught how to handle it. We're not taught how to carry that pressure or to work through that pressure. And pressure is beneficial, right? And I'm a, I tell my students, especially my Kickstart Kids students during the daytime, I tell them this all the time. You know, uh, diamonds are created through pressure, right? And that's a good thing. But I think as grown men, we're constantly in that s- state of pressure, right? There's this pressure all the time from the moment we wake up, wait, we wake up to the moment we go to bed. There's we're sitting in this stress, we're sitting in this pressure, and we don't know how to handle it, right? And for many of us, myself included. Training is one of the few safe places where we can kind of relieve that pressure. And again, that's important. But what do you do when you're not training, right? Because you can't physically train 24 hours a day. Like you die if you kept up that pace, right? So what do you do? And so in this episode, I want to talk about that because every Monday I go through this weird like dichotomy. Like I wake up on Monday morning and I'm actually Sunday night. I used to dread Mondays, but now I actually really enjoy the, the process of knowing that I'm going to a new week to dominate and to grow and to expand. I actually go into Mondays with a sense of the sense of optimism, honestly, right? I don't dread, oh my God, I got to go to work on Monday. I got to go do things for this week. Like, I don't think that way. I actually, I am quite optimistic. The struggle that I do have, however, when I, even though I do feel that optimism is this sense of daunting, right? Because it's, yes, I am optimistic and I do want to get after the week and I know that there's opportunities to grow and expand. But all that being said, there's also things that are on my shoulders when I'm doing that, right? And so how do I become a good husband? How am I present for my wife? How can I emotionally connect with my wife? How do I become present? And how do I remain present and connect with my two boys? How do I do that, all of those things, and still do a good job at my day job, at the middle school? How do I do all of this and run and grow and maintain a business with my warrior martial arts? How do I do that? And at the same time, how do I maintain my fighting skill that is so integral? to not just my identity, my personal identity, but also my profession? How do I stay in good shape and good health? How do I get enough sleep every single night? Like these are all things that are great, right? Because I get the opportunity to do these things, but it's also, if you're, and you, I know, if you're a man with a wife and kids and a job and in a career path and dreams, like you understand what this is about. Like there's a lot of pressure to maintain all those things. And I still got to do, you know, the daily chores. I got to make sure that I'm on top of things and being a partner to my wife and making sure that I can be, you know, a helper with things. And a lot of times it seems like it's a lot and that's fine. But again, you're dealing with that pressure of maintaining everything. So what do we do? Right. And so I I don't have a clear answer for this, right? I don't have like the the magic pill that's going to solve this, the magic bullet that'll fix this. But what I will say is that there's a way to move with it. Right. And the image that I, that comes to my mind, um, are these caribous, right? Uh, car- uh, well, we in the Philippines, we call them carabao. Uh, the carabao is the, um, is a water buffalo. It's present throughout Southeast Asia all over. And it's this, uh, 
it's this uh, water buffalo that is usually used for agricultural and farm work. They're essentially the Ford F-250 of Southeast Asia, right? They, they, uh, they carry, they lift, they pull, they hoist, um, and they're big, strong animals that just never seem to get tired and they just keep going, right? And I've actually seen these animals up close. Actually, I remember on my family's property in Batangas in the Philippines, we actually got a chance to ride them. They don't smell very good, by the way, but these are incredibly powerful and strong animals. They're very loyal animals. And I, I, this comes to my mind because we as men, we just try to be these carabos, right? Like we just try to be like these, these water buffaloes that just carry the load. And, you know, our wives tell us we need to do something and we just do it, right? We got, we, or, or even if we don't do it right away, we, we're exhausted, you know, uh, we might be kicking and screaming, <laughs> but we do it right. Eventually, um, we just carry stuff. Men are just used to carrying stuff and we think that that's okay to do all the time. And here's the thing. There is such a thing as man up and just carry what you got to do and do your, do your job. Right. hundred percent. But there's also this aspect of, well, you can't do that forever. Like you can't carry a ton of weight on your back forever because you will get hurt, right? It's going to be too much. You need to share the load. You need to know how to deload, right? You need to know how to not carry that weight all the time, right? So what do we do? So one of the things that I'm trying to do, and one of the things I think that's integral for me dealing with that weight and that pressure of being a man is knowing how to have outlets, right? Knowing how to have outlets. And this is not something I'm really great at because I love martial arts, for instance, but it's also my job. So sometimes it's not always this stress-free environment that it once was for me because it is a career path and I have to be professional about it, right? But I'm glad that I get to kind of delve into something that I love. And I think we need that. I think all men need something that they love to do. I think I come across far too many men that both in the martial arts world and outside the martial arts world, they, they put their dreams on hold. They put their passions on hold because they think that that's what they're supposed to do. And again, it kind of falls into that mentality. I'm just going to be this carabao that just like carries this stuff. Forget my dreams, forget my aspirations. I'm just going to do what I need to do for my family. Right on. Okay. Though I, that's respectful, especially from, as a guy who grew up under immigrant parents, that's something I grew up seeing and I, and I, and I love my, and respect my parents for it. But I think we're in a different position where we have the opportunity to pursue things that we love and not at the expense of our families, right? But at the expense of growing ourselves for our families. Uh, we're, we'll be able to become better through these, through these things that we're passionate about and it helps our families. And I think a lot of parents, mothers and fathers included, these days don't do that. They don't have anything they're really passionate about and they don't pursue it. They, you know, they sit, on, they sit at home and watch Netflix and they go on their phone all day, but they don't have any other passionate outlet than that. And I'm guilty of this, right? Because, like, my again, martial arts is my job. I and I'll, I'll be honest, when I come home or when I'm done teaching at nighttime, especially after work and after teaching at night, um, I'm I, the last thing I want to do is martial arts. <laughs> and I never thought my 24 year old self would think I'm crazy saying that, but the 35 year old version of me right now is saying that. When I'm done with the day, I don't feel like doing anything martial arts related. I want to relax. I don't want to deal with anything. And that's not including having to do the household chores. That's not including having to be present for my family. I want to do, you know, I just want to just be me for a second. So we have to find things that we're happy, that make us happy. And not at the expense of our responsibilities and not at the expense of being there for our families. But in the sense that we're trying to be there for our families. We're trying to sharpen ourselves, right? And so one of the things I'm trying to do is get back into reading and just kind of being present, right? And being silent, um, and trying to be present in my own head because a lot of the time 
um, I struggle with slowing down. I, I really do. I really struggle. Not in the sense like I love to work hard all the time because that's not my, I'm like more of like, I'm not like a type A guy like that, but I'm more of a, you know, my brain is just on. The moment the alarm goes off, my brain goes like 150 miles an hour and I'm just zooming through life, right? And it can't be that way, right? Life can't be that way. So I'm trying to learn how to be silent. I find that silence and being alone, frankly, for a few minutes every day, even if it's just over 15, 20 minutes a day is so powerful. That can be me, you know, reading or being silent, eating my lunch on a, on a park bench near my job during my lunch break. Cause I don't have a very long lunch break. Um, and I'll just sit underneath that, that tree and just eat my lunch and be silent for a little while. That's powerful for me. That helps me kind of deload for a little bit because I'm not on my phone, by the way, I'm not texting. I'm not creating content. I'm not doing any of those things. I'm simply sitting under this tree eating my lunch in silence, right? And I'm not doing anything. No computers, no phones, no nothing. 10 minutes, 15 minutes a day, that's all I need, right? We need something that makes us happy, something simple that makes us happy, something that we're passionate about. And I believe that I'm actually passionate about just sitting on that park bench because it helps me reset. Um, when you deal with 100 or so middle schoolers a day, <laughs> you need that. Right. And when you come home and there's a bunch of things to do, you know, you need that. You need that time. So I try to embrace that time. I try to be passionate about that time. I try to do something simple that makes me happy and silent. Right. So that's one way to deload. Um, another thing that I've spoken about in the past, and I'm again, I'm coming to realize that this can't be a primary thing is training. Right. And not just martial arts training, but fitness training. Right. And the thing is, if we're not careful, if you know, because I know a lot of guys, you know, exercise is their quote unquote, their therapy, right? But the problem is exercise is also stressful. Like it's a physical stressor on the body. It releases endorphins, which is great. But the thing is, if that is your only outlet, I've spoken about this before, if that is your only outlet, it becomes very easy for that to become a stressor as well. Like there was a point in my life where exercise really was my only outlet, where martial arts training was my only outlet. And what happened was my body was constantly in a sense of anxiety and stress because my, I was stressing my body out. Like I was physically doing it. Now, is that not to say that you shouldn't exercise to release stress? Absolutely not. It is a great stress reliever, but you have to know when and when, when to use it, utilize it, right? It is not a Band-Aid. So for me, I work out and I train in martial arts pretty much five days, six days a week now, actually. Uh, first thing in the morning, right? I train on my own uh, in the morning around 5.30, 6 a.m. And I train for 30 minutes max because I just don't have the time to go for a full hour, but I'm consistent and I train for 20 to 30 minutes every morning, first thing. And then on Saturday mornings at around seven, eight o'clock, I teach a class. So I'm already training and teaching then too. So martial arts first thing in the morning. And I realize if I do it for 20 to 30 minutes a day, I used to be upset that I didn't have enough time to train, but the thing I'm thankful for now is that my body it's it's working harder than that 30 minutes but it's not working for an extended period of time so i can recover in time so i'm able to recover instead of me doing an hour's worth of intense work i'm doing 30 minutes of intense work but it's it's because it's 30 minutes it's relatively moderate as opposed to doing an hour of work that i used to do so believe it or not i actually even though i train every day i've actually trained less time-wise so my body can actually adapt and recover and do the things it needs to do for the rest of the day because I do teach martial arts all day long, pretty much five days a week. Um, and that's something that I have to monitor. So training for 20 to 30 minutes a day, not an hour a day, I find has been very beneficial. Um, and it's been very helpful for me to stay consistent in my uh, stress relief through working out and training, martial arts training, but I'm not overwhelming my body every single day because the time frame is so small. 
Okay. And the other thing is sleep. Now, this is not something I've been getting a ton of great sleep because my little guy, he's sharing, he's in the room with my wife and I. And so he wakes up in the middle of the night. He'll lose his pacifier and I got to wake up in the middle of the night or, uh, and put the pacifier back in his mouth. Or if my wife does it, I, I, I'm a very light sleeper. So I'm not really getting a nice full six to seven hours of sleep. It's very rare these days. Um, but uh, that is something that's really important. I used to think I could get by on five or six hours of sleep um, before I had kids and it just wasn't working. My body, my adrenal glands, I couldn't remember things. My attention was going all over the place. I couldn't focus. I was more stressed out. So sleep is so important. So I aim to have at least six and a half hours to seven hours of sleep a night. It's not optimal, but it's good, right? Um, I, I, If I can, I'll even aim for seven to eight hours, depending on how exhausting my day was. But again, with a kid, two, two kids, it's really hard, but I do my best with that. And what I try to do before sleep is that I prepare all the stuff for the next day, the night before, so I don't have to stress out or worry about it in the morning. That's huge for me, right? I've, I've, that's such a game changer. Preparing my food, preparing the clothes for the kids, and my, you know, all, all those things are huge. So those are things I've really tried to lean on. I try to focus on um, in terms of my own growth and uh, you know recovery, right? Getting enough sleep, and that's part of that is preparing my stuff and my kids' stuff and my wife's you know vitamins and stuff the, the, the night before, and then the next day I can you know just kind of wake up and train and get after it and not have as much stress, but trying to get seven hours of sleep at least. All right, guys. So these are just some things I know that this isn't fancy stuff. This isn't necessarily like revolutionary for some of you. But even if it's not this fancy, you know, high-tech stuff I'm giving you, these are just some things that are simple that we can actually do, right? Having a practice of just silence every day, something, and you have to be passionate about this time, right? To be still and to do something simple that makes you happy. For me, it's sitting on that park bench during my lunch break and just being silent for a little while, right? For you, it might be journaling. For you, it might be playing guitar, whatever. But do something that's unrelated to your job (laughs) or unrelated to your profession that makes you happy, that's simple that you can do every single day, right? Secondly, exercise intelligently, train intelligently. So again, for me, it's moderate exercise, moderate to intense exercise for a short period of time every single day, which keeps me consistent and healthy, but I'm not draining my body and stressing it out past its breaking point, right, every day, like I used to do. And the third thing is sleep, which again, most Americans, we don't get enough sleep, and a lot of us, especially if you have newborn kids like I do, we're not getting a lot of sleep, but it's so important because we need to recover. And despite our American culture, what you know, the influencers will tell you, you can't crush it 24 hours a day. You just can't, right? Not if you want to maintain your sanity and your good health, right? So it's important to get enough sleep. It's important to recover because that's where your brain recharges. That's where your your physical strength is created and developed, all right? And that's how we become the best version of ourselves by learning how to rest, okay? So these are the things. If we can incorporate these three things, guys, I think we'll be better off for it to deal with these, these pressures. Um, and oh, wait, hold on. One more thing. I'll throw in one more. Just popped in my head right before I end this. Have people to speak to. Have people to speak to. I don't have a lot of people I consult, I'll be honest with you, but I'm realizing now that that's something I need to change because I notice when I talk to people, right, especially people that I respect, like my teachers and my mentors, people that are older than me, that have been around the block, um, that helps me process. I need that wisdom, right? That's why when I like go through something difficult in life or even you know important in my life, I always talk to Tuan Carl, for instance, Tuan Carl Atienza. I always consult him. 
Um, you know, I'll consult uh, my buddy Tim Edkelog. Um, although, I, Tim, if you're listening to this, I, I really it's overdue. <laughs> but uh, Tim is one of my longtime best friends, and uh, he's married as well, has kids in Arizona. But uh, he's a he's a therapist, right? So we'll bounce off, and I'm not his client or anything, but I talk to him because we're both dads, and we you know go through the same things, and we don't have to, I don't have to talk about martial arts with him. I just talk about life, right? Uh, whenever we get the chance to, um, and so I think that's important. Don't lose your connections. Don't lose your friendships. And this is something I'm trying to work on, especially because I don't have a ton of time. But try, guys, to have men around you that you trust. People either in authority over you, which is not a bad thing. You need to have leadership over you so you can be a good man. But also people on the same journey as you. People trying to grow alongside of you. People walking the path with you. Um, And we need that. We need to create that for ourselves. We need to have that so we know that we're not alone in the battle. And that is going to relieve some stress and pressure as well. All right, guys, so I hope this podcast inspires you. Take care, God bless, and be the hero in your life.